0: It's, 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 it's time for Sunrise with the Sleepy
1: Boys. Forgive us, Father, for we are about to sin and be very naughty boys. Uh, Key, yeah, you missed it. I bitched about my ex-wife for a little bit earlier. How
2: yeah, I know, you I, know
0: you, I know you said that, but you didn't imply what exactly Did happened. You said mean, you...
2: Just, I mean, come on. You just, just said, it. like, I'm horny. Yeah. Jeez. But it's fine. Everybody's gonna go to I therapy. Think...
1: Well, what's funny is she actually messaged me the other day. I think she wants to get back together, and I think I'm gonna take her up on it.
2: No. Oh God damn it! Now I have to take no. back what I said. Mark, are you? kind <laughs> of friend I am. I'm like, oh, good for you, bud. I didn't. Yo, something. I mean, mm-hmm. Mark, are you? I don't know if you're bullshitting me or not. Hey, come on! <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Man? <laughs> You can't keep letting Mark gaslight you, like. Him. Key, I love you, bud. I really do. But God, you are I'm so glad, easy. I'm Jesus glad God. you're not like in politics or on Wall Street or anything, because you'd just be the most gullible motherfucker. I he would trust everything that's put on his desk. Like, hey, we this is gonna this is gonna really fix the. You economy. know what? You're the kind of guy who gets hired. When they're like, "Oh man, something's about to fucking blow up, and we need a goddamn pe- like fucking Patsy, to take the fucking brunt of this." Oh, okay, about, we'll be clear here, guy, he seems really We're
1: sweet. not, we're not oh, insulting you here. We think you're one of the coolest people ever. But you're no, very gullible. I gullible. love you yeah. for you, but you are gullible as shit. <laughs> Keith, you're the guy that would have been given like control of Enron right before everything
2: down. Oh shit. <laughs> You're the kind of guy that would have been given the keys to the White House when Trump was leaving. Oh, god damn it. Key, you're the kind
1: of guy that would sign up for a pyramid scheme and not understand that you just got fucking served.
2: No, I'm so glad to know about You would have scheme. signed up for a pyramid scheme and then be like, so where's my pyramid? Fuck you. Key's <laughs> <head." laughs>
1: gullible. He's not a fucking dumbass.
0: yo friend, that was awesome okay i'm gonna give you that one <laughs> hey yo guys
1: i uh i paid the eight thousand dollars that you said i needed to pay where's my uh where's my pyramid <laughs> where's the i just, pyramid. i just go uh pick it up in uh in egypt is that where i get it oh, oh my god, god. Uh, key key is the kind of guy that buys
2: uh someone a star for their birthday. Then know, I'm, accidentally, you. I'm, you my, I'm you then accidentally finds out that he just got uh, chocolates made from somebody's butthole. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe there's really things like there's really oh that. my god I love that those are that's that, that's a real thing it's it's responses like that from Key. is like I just can't believe that they exist. I can't believe that's something that happens just really sets up that potential <laughs> even more. <laughs> Send somebody you care about a star Oh my god That's amazing (laughs) Me buy a star for somebody? No I'm buying it for myself (laughs) Yeah I'm saying You're like oh man I can just Buy a star and all of a sudden a box of Chocolate shows up at your doorstep And it's just well it's a brown star But it ain't it's It's a star but it's a brown star
0: If anybody ever sends something like that, I know for a fact it's either going to be you
1: or it's going to be Mark. What are you talking about? I just show up and press my ass cheeks against you.
2: Yeah, but the the real joke is the fact that Mark and I didn't go through an actual company to do it. We just did it ourselves in my kitchen and there's like butthole hairs in there and stuff. What are you talking about? You think I'd actually waste time making a chocolate
1: mold? I just... (laughs) I just take a really bad shit one day and then just let it. No, solidify. because the
2: real joke is like actually like pouring. Well, I say choke. The joke is on both the <laughs> joke <laughs> gets to suffer a little bit, but I'm just imagining you with your legs up in the air and I'm pouring like hot chocolate <laughs> into your to your bottle. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what like how um, jazz would react to this It's just walking as well as you would expect. Also at the same time, I imagine if she walked in on that, she'd go, uh, so who, wh- what's this for? <laughs> yeah, no, here's the thing about Jasmine. And she is fucking
1: ride or die. You could tell her I killed somebody and she'd be like, all right, let's hide the body.
2: Jasmine's also the kind of person that's like, uh, you know, she is, I mean, that's also, oh God, it's very true. She, it's like, if, if you pulled up to a bank and she goes, all right, cool. So what are we doing? And you go, well, we're robbing. It. And she goes, all right, cool. So what am I, what am I doing? And it's just <laughs> like a.
0: <laughs> No, I feel like if, um, if anybody heard Bucky or Gwen or just said anything remotely mean to them, I feel like she would turn into, like, the female version of, like, John Wick.
2: No, she wouldn't even turn into the female version of John Wick. All of a sudden, you would just stop existing, and then she See, would just look normal. She, here's like, the thing. She would be like With the Flash. Like, Jasmine didn't change at all, but all of a sudden, you're dead on the floor. Like, what happened? Here's the thing about the bank robbery scenario that you laid out, though is she wouldn't
1: say, okay, what am I doing? She'd already have a cocked pistol ready to go. Oh, very true. True, yeah. Like, you wouldn't know where the fuck the pistol came from, but she would have it.
2: Oh, I can imagine where it came from. Brandon, no. Oh, it's my wife. That's fair. Hey, Jasmine, I need that gun out of your fucking... Oh, yeah. Hey, yo,
1: Jasmine, I know you got a gun. I need you to pull it out. So I know how much you guys love stories about my mom. Oh God, no! So <sighs> let me lay out the scene for you. Uh, when I was uh, when I was but a but a child. Sorry, uh, I I was bad. Bad. What, Brandon? When I was butt naked. When I was a butt naked nasty boy. Um, no, so when I was That's in true. middle school, yeah. when, I, when I, I am actually butt naked right now. <laughs> Well, oh, boy.
2: Whoa. What? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not being butt naked when we were on video chat with Key's family. Yo, it came very... You, you guys are lucky that you caught me when you did. I had
1: literally just put pants on. <laughs> so, um, so I discovered the magic of internet pornography when I was in middle school, uh, as I believe I've mentioned before. And, oh. um, you know, when you're of that age, everything turns you on for no fucking reason. Oh no! So anyway, um, actually, I have got a, This is a two-parter, actually. Uh, oh my god, it's a twofer! It's a twofer here. Yeah. So I was working one, one, one for the other. I was working on a school project, um, and I needed to use my dad's camera, and I didn't realize what all my dad used that camera for. Oh no! So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was doing a school project. I guess no, actually, you know what? This would have been the the school project would have been high school. So uh, this this two different stories, but they're very similar. Uh, so I'm working on a school project for high school. We had it. It was for my uh, my world history class. We had to like take a video of us putting a flag on somebody else's property, just like as a joke assignment. It was extra credit kind of thing. And uh, so I, I grabbed the, the the camera. I wanted to make it really fucking good, right? You know, I, I put a lot of work into it, I filmed a really fucking I used music and shit, which nobody else did. Uh, so mine ended up looking really fucking weird. Um, and as I'm taking the, the the SD card out of the camera and putting it into the computer, um, I see that there are other videos on there and I'm like, I don't I, I thought I only took one video. Uh, And there were three videos on there, so maybe it's just...
2: The mentality of, like, well, i got to make sure I'm working on the right video. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to grab the wrong
1: video. But here's the problem with the other two videos. Is, um... What? It was your mom. Not just my mom. Oh. I saw everything. Yeah, your mom. Nope, I saw both of my parents. Ew. In, kind of, was that a fisheye lens to be able to capture all of that? wasn't a fisheye lens, man. <laughs> but I appreciate the joke there.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, I accidentally came across my parents' sex tapes. You should be very oh. careful when you say that kind of thing that you accidentally came across. You should make sure that you... Really I accidentally happened upon my parents' sex tapes. I don't want to hear about you accident accidentally coming upon your I accidentally challenges. came upon my parents. Ew. <laughs> um
1: yeah, so I uh hey, while I-, I was editing while I was editing I uh I came across my parents' sex I-, I found my parents sex tape by accident. And um I didn't finish the assignment after that. I uh oh. I just I just cut my losses on that one and uh I, I spent probably about three weeks without being able to look either of my parents in the eye. Um, Mostly because, like, here's the thing about a sex tape is it has to be done from a good angle. Otherwise, all you get is just man-ass.
2: And punch. <laughs> all I saw... Look, ends up looking like the goddamn logo of Punch Burger from, uh, uh, from Parks and Rec. It's just a fat silhouette. So here's
1: the here's the problem is is it's it it was mostly man ass, and the second one Ooh, which that's kind of ass. <laughs> but the problem, the other problem is, is this because I like I said there were three videos I just wanted to see which one was mine. The first one was just man ass. The second one, my dad got smart and moved the camera, so I got to see okay. everything swinging, everything. Swinging. You got to
2: see the old man's tackle box. You got to see what he's been fishing with. Oh my nope. I, I got to see from the
1: front everything from my mom swinging. Oh, I, I it, 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 haunts me to this day.
2: Seeing <laughs> what? What? Did it feel homely, like you were going back to a place that you thought you knew, but you know, like? Almost, you're like, man. There's some kind of like latent memories and like almost no. like a blanket. No, no, it was a nightmare. <laughs> Brandon, you've also got to understand when I like, a picture of an old house that you used to live in. You're like, I used to live there. No,
1: it's not what it <laughs> felt like at all. It felt <laughs> like was, was looking... it, it, it was like watching the, the. It was like the first time I watched the human
2: centipede. It was horrifying, but I couldn't look away. It was one of those things that... I've, you and I have a very different experience with watching Human Centipede, apparently, because I thought it was the funniest shit I'd ever seen. I've
1: actually never seen Human Centipede. I, I, was, I was just using
2: it. I've I seen like, it. I was laughing my ass off because, like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever watched in my entire life. But, uh, yeah, so, like I said, I wasn't able to
1: look my parents... I, I didn't finish this. Oh, shit, I, didn't, my computer's time. I couldn't look my family in the face. So I, uh, yeah, that naturally scarred me for years to come. Um, but what? In- so the other, the other story, the one from middle school, um, was a little bit more harrowing because it's one hold, thing to come across now. your parent. Okay, hold, hold on, Mark, real quick.
2: Babe, she falls asleep with your glasses on.
1: is that Jasmine? Jasmine, hi, Jasmine. We love you
2: with her glasses and you can tell cuz she's got a red bridge across her nose.
1: Oh. She's, she's a sweet girl. Love we love woman. her. Well, you should. She's a fucking treasure, dude. Mm-hmm. You like you really you got I the ask for. You really pulled like the lucky numbers. I mean, both of you did. I know. Uh, that that's not that's not to say oh, I that don't know. you
2: won. I feel like I am mm-hmm. definitely the one who won the lottery. I feel like she just kind of like all right, this one will do. I can. That was di- can... that was
1: directed at Key, not Jasmine, bud. Jasmine definitely sh- drew the short straw. <laughs> but that short straw came with a big old dick. Yeah. As bad it is to see your parents fucking like your sex tape, it's so much <laughs> worse seeing it in real life. poor um, soul. Oh no! It it it's almost it's it's worse than it sounds. So uh my parents ha- as most parents do, they had the master bath they had the master bedroom with the master bath and shit like that. And um they would often not close the door when they were bathing. And hmm. I'm not talking like they would like they would close the door to their bedroom, but not to close the door to the bathroom. It's their bedroom. Nobody's gonna fucking go in there, right? I was in middle school and I needed something from my parents. I can't remember what it was. Their door was open, so I just assumed, hey, it's probably okay to go in here. And as I came into the bastard bedroom and took a turn around the corner that they had, like, right after the, do- the entrance, mm-hmm. uh, I saw, with the bathroom door wide open, and the shower curtain pulled back,
2: oh, no. Uh, uh...
1: I saw my parents... Fucking plowing it.
2: Mm, good for them.
1: No. <laughs> sure, good for them. Great for them. Terrible for me. Oh, terrible fucking, for you. Terrible Great. for me. Yeah, they were just fucking going to town. My mom was pressed up against the wall. I was. My dad was just going at it from behind. And uh, as soon as I registered what I was looking at, I fucking bolted.
0: How old were you? I was like
1: 12. <laughs> oh, so you you knew well. Oh, of course! Yeah, I was very much into my heavy porn at that point.
2: Oh, uh, so I knew well, exactly what. it was- Nowadays, from you fucking go on the Pornhub or anywhere, it's all just mommy fucks stepson or oh, it's a good thing. God, could you imagine being a trying to find your way into what like gets you going now? <laughs> I know exactly what gets me going now, guys. I don't vampires. need help finding that. <laughs> you poor bastard. Catholic vampires. Catholic vampires and Catholic MILF. Catholic vampires. Catholic schoolgirl gets bitten by by horny vampire MILF. Ma- Mark, let's be honest. The only reason you're into MILFs is because you're hoping to find a legitimate mother figure.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: That's the only reason I'm in a daddy's, too. you sick bastard but um so that's actually not the end of the story funny enough uh so like i said so i uh i booked it like as soon as i registered i was like oh my god my parents are fucking bathroom and they left the door here's the fucked up part it was like noon it wasn't even like late at night or in the morning. Oh in heaven morning.
2: forbid that your parents get some skyrockets and afternoon delight. The problem is is they left both of the doors open.
1: Uh, and we were home from school.
2: Had. Uh what, it was we... a Saturday. Oh. oh Hey man, look, you know what? Sometimes the mood strikes you and you 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 hope for the best. You just start fucking
1: Look, I get it. I I've had sex before. I understand how that works. Yeah, but have here's you the had problem:
2: sex with children around.
1: Yeah. So yeah. So I, I walked I, after seeing my my dad porno railing my mom.
2: Uh, I I'm back in my room. Good, good fucking job for him. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Um,
1: I was right. uh, I was in my room crying. <laughs> uh, I was scarred for life after that, naturally. And um, that's what my guys. mom. My mom comes in. And she's like, "Hey, bud. Uh, every how are you doing? What are you doing today?" And I'm like, "Just you know, just hanging out." She's like, "Oh, cool. I thought you were. Uh, we figured you'd be uh, going over to a friend's house." I was like, "No, everyone. You know, everyone's in town. I was just going to hang out around the house." Um, and she's like, "Uh." Have you been in our room recently? And I was like, "Why?" Oh. And she's like, "Oh, we realized that. I, I realized I was taking a sh- the door open, and I thought I saw your sleeve." And I'm like, "Your I sleeve? Saw, yeah. Apparently, she thought she saw my sleeve like whip around the corner the left. Well, she probably um, did. She probably did. So that's and she's just kind of like, "I just wanted to make sure." And I'm like, "Like, what am I fucking supposed to say in that situation?" Yeah, I saw Dad railing you. Good <laughs> for you guys, and your at your I mean, age, goddamn. damn. You would. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I would not say good job to my parents, fucking, in any circumstance, Brandon. <laughs> um, I got Are you are you done uh, done with your story? Yeah, that's the end of that's the end of me watching my dad porno rail my mom.
2: All right, cool. So, Key, you want to hear about how Jasmine and I were getting on in one of the cabins at your wedding, and Jose and Brianna almost walked in on us? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Brandon, is this allowed to stay on the episode? Yeah, you can keep this in the episode. Is Jasmine going to be okay with you telling this story? You, know, I don't know, but uh, I'm willing. To... It's it's a it's a badge of honor for both of us. We're we're not okay. we're not, you know. You're not ashamed. <laughs> it, was, like, it wasn't like we were getting like down and wild or anything. It was just Alright, so Jasmine and I were not sta- there were at Key's wedding, there were cabins, part yeah. of the venue. Yes, it
0: it's called Had on the
2: Horseshoe. I'm sure that these lovely people are, would be thrilled about the plug that you just gave them and the story that I am about to tell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) you know what they say any publicity is good publicity it's true uh so anyways um we were not staying tonight because i mean it was like an hour and a half outside not not even an hour and a half like no it was
0: it's about it yeah it's about it well depending on traffic but it's an hour away from austin and uh Yeah, yeah
2: yeah i mean it's down oh mark it's not far from where we would Oh, fuck, you didn't go on that trip. Well, before. where
0: Canyon Lake, Texas is, it's right between San Marcos
2: and, uh... Where we would go our youth trips when we go tubing. Yeah, dude, I was there for those. Yeah, yeah, but it was right outside of there. See, oh, I okay. ended up going with, um... Um... Colin... Colin... Colin, Colin Peak. Yeah, Colin Peak. David Charles, and then there was another person who was with us. I can't remember their name. I can't remember who it was that was with us. We went down right down the road from where the venue was at to an EDM festival. Yeah, that was me, you dick. No, that wasn't you. I, I was
1: there. You we weren't. listened to like Daft Punk, and I mean, are there really any other EDM bands out there? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Come on that
2: was that was fucking clever that was dumb it was i'm sorry <laughs> it's fucking bullshit anyways so it was literally right down the road from where i went to an edm festival at and so but anyways not far from where a lot of people do a lot of tubing some like intercoastal like river fishing in texas throughout the hill country it's great right. beautiful country Um, so, on this venue, they had, uh, cabins that you could, you know, stay in for the night. Well, Jasmine and I were like, eh, Key has a goddamn dry wedding, so we're not gonna be drinking that hard, so we're just gonna drive back to Austin. Well, thankfully, Jose and Brianna brought some, like, bottles of, like, Deep Eddie, and had them in the, like, freezer. Um. That we could get into, but even still, we weren't like hitting the bottle or anything throughout the night. Brandon, I I very much doubt that you were not hitting a bottle. No, because the deal is I'm not crazy about vodka. The reason why we had a dry
0: wedding was because, one, it's fucking cheaper. Well, that, that, and then at the same time, we knew everybody was going to want to go back home because it was literally a a couple of days before Christmas. Yeah, no, Yeah.
2: So I'm pretty I love I love Key and um Bailey very, very much. It was one of the most inconvenient times for a wedding I have <laughs> ever been to in my entire life. That's but, what I
0: said sometimes to <laughs> But at
2: the same time as somebody that likes a cooler wedding that I can be outside and not be sweating my ass off. And since you asked me to be a groomsman at your wedding mm-hmm. I was very thankful, and I was like, this is, like, my ideal time of the year to do, like, be in a wedding. Like, this is great. I'm glad he didn't ask me to be a groomsman, and then him tell me that we're doing it in August, because I'd be pissed.
0: No, I told Bailey the moment after I proposed her, I was like, please, no summer wedding.
2: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No summer wedding. And that was one of the best things that Jasmine and I did. We did it in uh, November. Yep. And it was great. Oh, my goodness. It was perfect. You could be outside and it wasn't that cold. But, it was, um, it temperate. So anyway, anyway yeah.
0: Anyway, I, 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 we wanted a dry wedding because we knew everybody was going to want to drive back home. Oh, get ready. Yeah, absolutely. For their trip
2: back. Y'all saved so much money. Much money. You saved so much. Like, come on. It's ridiculous to pay for your friends to drink for three hours. It's <laughs> but What's I told. I told everybody. For anybody who's listening to this right now, if you're like in the process of getting married, or you're thinking about getting married, and like you're trying to plan your date, and but you're wanting to be like reasonable, and you're like, me, you know, we want to have a good little shindig, hoot and get together, proper wedding, but you're wanting to save money somewhere, alcohol, just don't.
1: Don't I? No. I'm gonna um, be honest with you. It kind of feels like you're directing this, that whole
2: thing, uh, towards me. No, because uh, all right, but why did you go? I'm about to be really upset that I wasn't invited to your wedding. Did you have an open bar? Uh-oh.
1: No. Okay. We had mimosas for like we had everyone got like two mimosas. It was fucking.
2: Oh, see, but that's different. Like mimosas mimosas are fine. Yes, you're gonna pay a good amount of money for mimosas because you gotta have a pay for a bartender to be there. You gotta make sure you tip your bartender good.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Landon, I will
2: I will tell you this right now. Uh,
1: things, what? uh there are about a about two dozen people I would have rather had you replace at our wedding.
2: Well I appreciate it, but at the same time, it's in the past. We can't do nothing about it. Brandon, when um, I finish my time machine, right along,
1: you know, as soon as I, I finish, I want to be careful because you don't know what's going to happen.
2: That's yeah, a very yeah.
1: good point. Uh, I well, you know, we're—I mean, I got to just add it to my to-do list. What if? What if? Okay, what if I went back in time, fixed the, fixed everything? You know, getting married, and you know, I'm like Brandon, you're coming to the wedding, but um, as as you know. The bride is walking down the aisle, and I lift her veil for the first time, and you see your oh, face. I don't need to listen to you lifting your white <laughs> your, your face. face. <laughs> I lift the veil, and it's Brandon's face on a woman's
2: body. I'm very upset that you would have me in a dress and not a suit. I don't well, know. You're a woman. You're, you'd be a. It'd be a female version
1: of Brandon. Why
2: the fuck am I the female? Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, it's
1: not you. (laughs) It's your clone that I just switched a chromosome on.
0: You know what, Fred? I think you'd make a pretty fucking hot chick. I'm not going to lie.
2: Thank you, but also at the same time, I feel like that goes doubly towards you. (laughs) You would make make a fucking sexy woman. Jesus, Key. I mean, you even have the... You're one of the only people in our age bracket that kept the scene thing going. Like, that gives you, like, 20 extra points going towards you. And yeah, Lord. If you had the scene thing going for you and you were a woman, Key, I'm sorry. You wouldn't be able to survive. <laughs> oh, shit. I, would, I, would tear, I would just tear you apart.
0: Oh, my God. Well, obviously, big dick. <laughs>
1: All of my siblings only know about scene girls because of that's one of the things I find sexiest. That's one of dude, the things you bestowed upon them. <laughs> I love them. That's, that's one of the girls. dude, they they are so fucking interested in my sex life. It's insane. That's very concerning.
2: It's
0: <laughs>
1: yes. very invasive, yes.
2: It's very that's how old are they?
1: They're in uh they range from like their mid thirties to the to 40 okay. That's a bit different.
2: That's okay, yeah it's just, it's just um, some... I was very concerned. How old were you thinking? Much younger. Like, much younger
1: like Victoria's age yes no all Victoria's the only younger sibling I have.
2: Look, I understand that now when you're telling me it, but it's you have a lot of dynamics that happen with your family. I don't know you're where very all, all fully. um. Mark, no. you have a benefit of kind of understanding my family dynamic because you legitimately met and know two of my cousins. Yeah, that's true. And so, like, you okay. can go from there and judge it. But, like, right. Victoria is the only person, sibling that I know.
1: Yeah. Look, we're getting off topic here. What I'm trying to get at, key is if you were a
2: woman, God, you wouldn't get out of my basement, dude. I'm not Jeez. even. I'm not even going far uh, that far as being a woman. I have to restrain myself on a daily basis when I'm around them. Damn, God, <laughs> good to know. <laughs> um, anyway, so continue with your story about.
1: Uh, oh yeah, about oh, uh, <laughs> turning your tooth into a <laughs> fourth Yeah, so,
2: but so anyways, so you know, I'm getting dressed up in like my suit. And stuff cuz I'm a groomsman, you know. And I will hand it to Key and Bailey. What So I have seen uh, been to a good amount of weddings, you know, been in a couple of them. Some people don't have good taste in their color selection that they want people to wear. <laughs> I can definitively say for Key and Bailey they have their color palettes like on fucking point. Thank like, you. Yeah. Like, like fucking amazing. Like as soon as I found out like what we were wearing and like, you know, the color coordination, I was like, this is fucking elegant as shit. I'm all about it. It's great. It was like a dark a dark gray suit and then you ended up having like a nice Deep red, maroon Mar- yeah, maroon that went with everything. I was, it was it was. Awesome. Dude, I really loved my vest
0: that I was wearing because mine was just uh, cause the guys were gray vests, but mine was just
2: all maroon. I was like, fuck, we I really love this thing. We were gray all the way. Our suits and the the vests were gray, but our bow ties and our accent, the the um, the. the Pocket square was maroon. Mm-hmm. But then Key had Key went to extra swag level and made it like, no, 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 I'm having a full maroon vest. Oh, man, that vest was no, so fucking was amazing. amazing. Like, I know, like, one of my things is I always look back at those, like, photos. But for whatever reason, the photos from your wedding is what pops up in my feed the most. And I think it's mostly because of Zach. Cause he likes using those fo- um uh photos likes- a lot. Yep. <laughs> um. So I am always seeing those photos from your wedding, which is, I mean, great. Uh, one of the things that I regret is like, man, I wish I was in better shape. Like I was on, I was right on the cusp of like, like right when your wedding happened, I had made the decision like leading up to like our suits getting fitted and stuff. I was like, I'm getting in better shape. Like, I'm working on it. So I was doing better at that point. I like looking at that because I truly look at those photos. Like, this was the moment when I started, like, really working hard on getting better about how I looked. So then I use that as, like, my tent pole, and then everything else is like, followed that. And I can, can honestly say, like, I look a million times better than I did at your wedding, but I still, like, even though... At your wedding, I didn't look as good as I wanted to. I was like, you know what? I respect how I looked because I know I was on the right track and I looked good. Like there, like I like for like three months leading up to your wedding, I was working real hard to get in a better uh, routine and stuff. Also, if that's this kind of also, if that's this kind makes of, oh I was really gonna say so if nice, this makes it no. feel any
0: better. Um, how Bailey's sister is a. Um, a college, well, for, as a graduate from SCAD from Atlanta, Georgia, and she majors in film and photography. She said that the photographer who took the pictures used the wrong lens. Oh no! That's absolutely. why
2: everybody looked like they were and it's very bigger. And I was like, very evident. But yeah. At the same time, I was like, I look bigger than I know I was at this time. But at the same time, even though I look bigger because of the lens. Same here, because even I'm Bailey was so like, why do you look so much bigger when you were, like... I was like, "You it has to be... So. One, it's infuriating, because even when you're, like, hard on yourself and, like, oh, it was really big at this point, I'm like, oh, no. God, I would kill to be at that weight. But, <laughs> no,
0: but even even my, uh, like, everybody else was asking, they're like, like, what the hell? Like, why do we look so big? Even some of the, uh, even,
2: even some funny, of the other people... people Two people who benefit the most Are Zach and um, And Jose Who are both <laughs> trying to Bulk up at the time Oh yeah <laughs> Both of them look like like Damn, you look, you, both y'all look really good And that's why both <laughs> of them Are always posting up like Hey, was well, this time last year Like uh, four years ago Whatever how long it's been They always on the anniversary I know like they're always reposting those photos. Yep. It's either or, Zach Yeah it's or, either Zach or Jose we'll them. Um but uh but anyway. yeah. So getting back to the crux Sorry. of the story, this real story. Um so I was just we Jasmine was getting dressed in the in Jose and Brianna's cabin they had. And we were over there getting some drinks and stuff because they had stuff in the freezer um, we um I don't know the, the 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 mood the mood just caught us just right. And dude, there uh, is something about weddings that makes people horny as fuck you know what not as horny as funerals make people you know I mean you- <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. a
1: funeral and I mean is- have you ever been to an open casket funeral and not I- looked at the body yeah. and be like. Fuck. Yeah. You know, I never noticed until just now, but Grandma's cheeks clap, bro. <laughs> oh
0: my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> no!
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Trained by the family. Mark is gonna turn to a funeral crusher. <laughs> Open casket at her funeral.
1: Who <laughs> can say it's wrong to do the incest? But like we're from Alabama, Alabama. we don't give do a fuck. And
2: Alabama, who gives a shit?
1: <laughs> Brandon, I know what our first song should be for our uh, for our band. Is it
2: just a hey, grandma got ran over by the reindeer parody? parody? Yeah, <laughs>
1: grandma got got plowed <laughs> by the whole family. All right,
2: carry on with your story. I'm sorry. Uh, anyways, so the mood caught us just right, and I was not dumb. I mm, did not initiate, but I follow through. Um, we were the only ones in the cabin at the time, and uh, <laughs> I was getting cleaned up, and Jasmine was also kind of powdering, you know, powdering her, her nose, as they say just getting you know getting i have ready.
1: never heard anybody say the term powdering their nose and it sounds so fucking sexual as when you just said it
2: yeah you're <laughs> welcome um but so anyways we are both jasmine and i walk into the bathroom all the time anyways together like we're fucking married like who the fuck cares who gives a shit yeah yeah but this time, I mean, if anybody did care i the they'd be legitimate i've you know whatever I mean we're married who cares it's it's all kosher with Christ, I suppose um but, <laughs> but so uh yeah there was there were some looks given, and some vibes felt and it was it was go time, and I will say I was fully dressed in that goddamn suit for the goddamn wedding. <laughs> oh my god, Brandon, really? <laughs> oh absolutely. Dude, do a fucking applause for you, dude. Like it was one of those it was one of those escapades where the clothes didn't come off. It was one of those like pants suit stays down. on. <laughs> pants are dropping down to the knees, but the suit stays on, baby. <laughs> like that Skittles <laughs> commercial? Yeah. Ooh, get ready for my sweetness. Oh my, oh my god that fucking commercial yeah. and uh and yeah and uh it came to a quick halt because both Brianna and Jose we heard come into the cabin and we're like oh fuck we gotta we gotta either one finish this up or be real quiet
0: <laughs> so. god damn it I never knew so, yeah, what
2: happened yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, you know, it, some... Okay, you know, enough said, bud. Enough said. We, we, made it, we made it to the finish line. We,
0: we, you
2: know, we played a good game, and it got rough there in the second half, but, you know, we pulled it through. They had us there in the first half, I won't lie. You know, and they rattled us right there. When they came in unexpectedly like that, I mean, it threw us... It threw the quarterback off a little bit, but let me tell you, he got his game together and he made it hit the end zone. <laughs> and as, soon as, as soon as he crossed that line and, and
1: and punted that load down the field. I I don't remember how football oh, was I mean
2: I don't wanna I don't wanna say that I'm the Tom Brady of like getting things done in a pinch, but you know what, in that moment I, I get what, I get what Brady's all about.
0: You got the job done. You got the job
2: done. That's what you did. I got the job done, and I got a goddamn ring on my finger, you know? Yep.
0: You deserve two rings on that finger, actually, for that. Believe me. You can't believe... I never knew about this fucking story, and it's fucking (laughs) funny and amazing all at the
2: same time. And then you kept the suit on as well. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, this is, like, uh, like, no shit. This is before, like, (laughs) Like, I know I'm getting a little deep into details with you and stuff, but like, whatever, who the fuck cares? Uh, You're like one of my best friends, and it was at your wedding, and it's like a crowning achievement for both of us. Like, we bring it up every once in a while, like, you remember when we did that? Anytime we see anything for Key's wedding, she goes, you look really fucking good in that suit. I'm like, you're goddamn right I did. I feel like you need to buy that suit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know. I've got my, I've got another gray suit now. I've got like my proper gray suit. Uh, but so, anyways, like it was, you know, uh, <laughs> it was one of those things. Like, wait, is that I why you came? came into- it? Wait, is that why you came into the groom suite with a pep in your step? <laughs> oh yeah, oh no, absolutely. I came into the groom suite and I'm just like everybody's stressing out because I mean, y'all look, man. I love you, I love Bailey, and I know it wasn't all up to you guys, but there is, like, y'all cut it to the fucking wire. Dude, yay. Now I remember you, because you came in with a big fucking (laughs) smile, and you were glowing. So, so, Key's, like, sitting there in, like, the groom suite, which, like, we're, everyone's hanging out, and they're like, oh, man, like. We're supposed to be out there right now. There's fucking guests, like, sitting down, uh, like, seated and stuff. And uh, and we're still waiting on people's hair to get done. And I'm just fucking strolling there. I'm just like, ain't nothing but a thing, man. I mean, come on. Everything's going to be fine. you're You're getting married. I mean... Doesn't matter if there's people in the seats or not. I mean, you're going to get, you got, a, you got a wife out of it. And she's amazing. <laughs> Dude, those are all the exact words he said. And then all of a sudden he was like, Ooh, uh, cheese and salami. He was like, what's going, what's going on? Right? Yeah, like, there's a the fucking like full on charcuterie board. And I'm like, Oh, fucking sweet. Some goddamn protein. Ah, yeah. I'm feeling a little depleted right now. I need to build up my stamina. <laughs> what's this all about? This I'm turn fucking this killing it at the like the the with the, the at the charcuterie board. It's like y'all not fucking eating any of this shit. This is fucking amazing. Y'all missing out. Everyone else is stressing out. Like, you be the fuck out there. What the fuck's going on? I'm just like, I don't give a shit. Everything's fine, man. <laughs> this changes every fucking thing now that I know this because it makes it so much fucking funnier now. <laughs> you came. Because you literally got laid, and it's like, ah, oh, I got a pep of my stuff. I look good in this suit. It wasn't even that I got laid. I got laid in the sense of, like, we're doing something that we shouldn't technically be doing because we're fucking in the bathroom. And uh, and our two of our closest friends just, like, walked in. and were like, oh, we're going to be fucking quiet about this right now. But, you know, we're we're, we're not going to stop. Are you going to stop? No, I'm not going to stop. You're not going to stop. All right, cool. We're going we're gonna to finish this. We're going to finish this like fucking champs. <laughs> And Jasmine and I stroll out of the bathroom. We're just like, Oh, how's it going? Y'all pouring shots. Oh, we'll take some shots. And immediately (laughs) 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 they were none the wiser. And I would love to know. I would legit like, you know, I'm very interested in like hearing what like Jose or Brianna has to say if they hear this episode or if or when they hear this episode. Uh, what they have to say about it, because I would love if they're like, oh, yeah, y'all ain't slick as shit. We fucking knew. <laughs> <And> <laughs> fucking great. I can't stop smiling and laughing at the fact that all this went down. And it's like you. Wow, you motherfucker. Really- <laughs> it's like hectic. You're stressing out. You're like, oh, shit. My mom's not even had her hair done yet. And like, we're still waiting on everybody to come down. Uh, Like, you know, we got fucking people in the aisle, like in the seats. And you know, <laughs> and I like, ah man, it's fine. because it's like
0: fine. I didn't, I didn't even sleep that much because I was like, fuck, dude, my vows, I need to make sure they sound amazing. I didn't want to knock this out of the fucking park.
2: And I was like, y'all, oh. were, y'all were so cute. So, so. About it. one, uh, so I thought because uh, Bailey improvised her uh, vows, right? Yep. Yeah, that was the one thing uh, I, because I remember that I was like. Was the one thing I was like You're telling me that Bailey is gonna Try to improvise her vows On like one of the most Like not saying like marriage is like the important Most important day of your life Like nah, I'm not like that naive You know there's people that get married Multiple times but I know Bailey And I hey, know fuck you, you. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, you're welcome But one it didn't Succeed cause I wasn't there And so um But With, like, knowing Key and Bailey, like, it's just, like, y'all are two peas in a pod kind of deal, like, y'all are both weird, and you've got your own quirks, you're crazy in your own ways, but you make it work, like, you're, like, a weird, like, kind of, like, woven basket wicker set, and you're like, I don't know how this fucking works, but it fucking does, and it's sturdy as shit, and so I guess it's gonna last, like, you know, forever. Um, but it was just one of those things that when you, uh, cause you were like, Hey man, like this is, this is when, what do you think about this? Cause you came to me and Jose and you were kind of like, this, yeah, this is what I got from my vows. I'm like, man, it's fucking amazing. That's that's really awesome that you, and I even told you, I was like, that's really amazing that you and Bailey, like wrote out like your own vows separate from each other and it's re- really great and you legit turned to me and like oh no bailey's just gonna wing it she's really good with words
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep that's what i said
2: <laughs> and, and the wedding happened like you hold like you read your vows and you uh, like when you like told me that she was gonna wing it i was like oh no that's I don't think she's ready for that. She doesn't know, no, Key. I think you went a little too hard with your vows. I mean, you wrote them out. You planned it. And now she's just going to wing it? Holy shit. And uh, as soon as it happens, <laughs> she <laughs> <laughs> like, she said very sweet. Things To you in that moment But at the same time essentially What her vows ended up being was Ditto <laughs> And yep, And it was So cute because I really li- One I really like seeing people get rattled And being surprised And so for me I was like This is really rewarding for me Because I know Key fucking like knocked it out of the park And like caught Bailey off guard Guard yep <laughs> But at the same time, I was like, I, I like, I feel bad for you, girl. I, but you should have, yeah, you should have like maybe have like written out your vows. But at the same time, there was a, a a curtness and an honesty that I found so endearing that I was like, well, it's just cute as fuck. Like I can't even like, who fucking cares that you like what, whatever. Keith said it for both of you, like, and you both feel it. It was one of those things that you legit, from her reaction, it's like she feels exactly what you said, and it's like, that's adorable as fuck. Man, that's so <laughs> cute. Thank you, bud. <laughs> yeah. It, like, legit was one of the, it's one of, I don't typically, like, I've really gotten to the point where, I don't give a fuck about most people's weddings. I just look at, like, wedding invitations. I'm like, "Eh, fuck. I'll send you a card, and I'll send you something that you got on your fucking uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. Registry, Registry, whatever. whatever. Like, I'll send you something. But I'm not going to go. I hate the pomp, the weird forced pomp and circumstance and awkwardness of weddings. Like, I'm really not about it. Yeah, and, I understand that. I mean, I've been to, been through, going through your own wedding, like, really opens up your eyes to, so, like, there's a lot of pedantry and bullshit that I didn't have to be a part of. And I don't know, maybe there's something that happens when... Look, I'm saying this as somebody on the precipice of the... Like, I'm in the penultimate year of my 20s. Like, I'm going to be 30 in June... So maybe there's something that happens in the next like ten like five, ten years where I'm like, "Oh, weddings they're beautiful, I love them. they're great. I get to see like new relationships get started um but like, i'm not I'm not there yet i'm still, yeah it's I'm you're, still, it's still a work my, in progress, yeah, I'm still in my like processing like weddings are mostly just a money grabbing kind of system." Where people want to say, like, you, I like you, you like me, but it's more than that. There's a connection. I could can, I can see myself dying before you and you being sad about it, or vice versa. Like, there's this weird kind of, like, sadness and beauty in it. Um, of course. But, like, weddings kind of, like shuffle that around like a little bit because it's like a money grab system it's like a uh a valentine's for the rest of your life is how i view uh weddings it's a a marketing system
0: and looking more back on it you're really
2: right about that it's like holy shit (laughs) yeah but at the same time like i like i look at valentine's now and i'm like that's well, a goddamn hallmark institution kind of thing. And you're just looking to make people buy money and chocolates because they should feel obligated to buy it at the same time
1: Jesus on this
2: day. Right, man. Look, I'm sorry. This is legit. How I look at it. It's like, this is the kind of shit I didn't let you know about when I was younger. I was like, well, fuck Valentine's. This is a goddamn, like, corporate uh, greed system. I'm buying these chocolates because fucking Hallmark told me to, and now they've convinced this girl that I like that this day actually has some meaning and matter to it, and if I don't, I'm shit out of luck. Oh, he doesn't care about me. He didn't get me a Valentine's kind of deal. Like, uh, whatever. Like, you know, it's a, it's just corporate. It's... It's corporate manufactured love It's It's whatever If people buy into it they buy into it And if people find meaning in it they find Meaning into it it's just not for me Um But uh weddings Very much are kind of like the same thing It's like a status situation Oh you gotta have this Great grandeur Like wedding You know It's gotta be top. you got to have the best DJ. you got to have a crazy full liquor bar for four, three to four hours or whatever. Open bar. Get Yo, Look, man.
1: Here's, here's what's going to happen when I get married next. I'm going to use one of my friends that's
2: ordained. I'm going to have them do a small ceremony with oh, my closest oh, friends and Mark, family. Let's, let's, hold on, Mark. Let's be honest. The moment that I find out that you're with somebody... And that you're legitimately considering like this this person. No, I'm willing. putting Jazz to work to do some more anti in- like investigation like she did with uh Bailey. <laughs> yeah, you guys think I I'm guess. gonna do this again by myself? Fuck no. Oh no, and you absolutely shouldn't. That's where you went wrong the first time. But it's okay. Life is all about making mistakes and learning from them. Um, quick,
1: uh, quick quick piece of advice for anybody that's uh for any listeners we have don't get married when you're in the military. Uh, wait till oh. you're back home with your friends and family.
2: God, it's one of the biggest mistakes people make. I just every time I, I have
1: happen- everybody everybody that I know who got married in the military divorced either shortly before they left the military or shortly after they left the military. I was one of the lucky ones that held on for like a few years before that happened. But like, it's just it's probably it, it, the worst time to get married.
2: Yeah, it's not good. That high school sweetheart that you think you're going to spend the rest of your life with, uh, Mark, I obviously, I know different situation for you than it is, but a majority of people going into the mil- military are, you know, fresh straight out of high, high school. Straight yeah. out of high school. Like, their senior year, they know what's happening. They know where they're going, kind of deal. You know, that's how it goes. Especially, yeah. like... Can't speak for everybody, but from a majority of, like, what, personally, I had seen um, in Texas, like, mm, you know, it, uh, it's very common. And the majority of those people are not with those people anymore, you know? And it, it is what it is. There's no shame at all. I mean, fuck. Like, but high school... The even into your 20s, fuck. I'm not even 30 yet. And I'm like, I'm like still a goddamn kid. I'm not an adult. What the fuck? doesn't even it's, matter. Here's the, what,
1: here's the funny thing. is, is I'm like, I'm only 28, but I already feel like I'm old as sh-
2: And it's depressing as all hell to know that. And I find it interesting because I'm like, I'm 29. I'm turning 30 in June. I'm like, fuck. 30 ain't shit. So I've been going through like weird little... It's Small exis- existential crisis is all throughout my life. Um, but and uh, when I was a kid, like, I feared death because it was drilled into my head constantly from, like, my religious upbringing that we all die and, like, what that means. And the human aspect of me kicked in, like, well, I don't, I don't want to die. I kind of like this life experience. I like what's happening. Uh, too much. The ego center of uh, being a, a center of being a human kicks in. It was like, well, I to die. This is cool. Like, sure, things suck every once in a while, but for the majority of time, things are really awesome. Um, and then I got out of that phase where I come completely acceptant of like, I'm going to die and that's okay. And for whatever reason, all of a sudden, like in the past like year and a half two years, that fear and that uncomfortable area of existence kicked in again and I'm like, is this like one of those things that like happens like the fact that now i'm exiting my twenties and I'm at the uh, I'm literally standing in the doorway of my thirties is this like a thing that i'm Fully like coming like like what what does this say about me what does it say about the time that i'm in because like i'm also looking at like other people around me who are older than me like, like you guys are like my true friends who are in my age bracket but a majority of the people that I am very close with and like friends with, like and key, you know this, like uh, Pete, uh, yeah, and but he's in his fifties. He's older than my dad is, and like I identify with him, and I really relate to him, and I connect with him, like on a, like a very deep level. But uh, I don't see him as like. Old, you know, yeah. But I also don't look at my dad as like, oh, you're old kind of deal. The, maybe that's just because I've always identified more with older people because I consider myself an old soul. Um, I, I just, I don't see it that way. Maybe I see age different or like experience different. Um, but as of recently that that barrier has been stripped away and i don't know not the not the age barrier but like my, my like i'm seeing all these old people like old older people or people who even say am like oh i'm so old compared to you because i hear that all the time i'm so old compared to you yeah and it's more in a sense of like uh like yeah, I I I know I'm really young compared to you, but also at the same time, like there's this weird man, I I don't know if it's because of like my mental illness that I deal with or if this is like a humanistic fear that I deal with that's coming back. It's creeped It's head back in. But that I'm like, well, yeah, I I know I'm I'm 29. I'm almost 30. But, uh, I could die any day. Like, it could happen I'm on my way home from work or I'm driving to work. Um, I could be on the road, um, like, doing one of my shows. Um, As a musician, even, like, uh, touring, If when that becomes a deal, like, if my band gets to the point where we're able to tour, like, what what kind of things happen to me while I'm on the road or something? Like I just don't know. And I'm like, man, like maybe. And it, it it also it also has been something that's been sparked up because of the pandemic. Like I didn't really have a lot of fears about death and like ceasing to exist until the pandemic happened and uh started noticing all the young people who started dying i'm like oh i'm not really as uh none of this is as much of a guarantee as i thought it was and uh well and that's I that's think- the scary thing like like even even you, I, I told
1: you guys recently that like i found a gray hair and everyone like and, hey, that, hey, and
2: that's one of the things that I, like, and, and maybe that's why I'm bringing up this topic, is because of you messaging us and, like, guys, I found out something devastating. I have a gray hair. Dude, and I'm I, not going to lie. That put a fire under my ass. I've been doing shit, like. Right. Like, and, well, and and I found... I was like, I know I was ribbing you. I'm like, oh, you found a gray hair. Oh, good. You know. yeah, I was making fun of you and stuff. And that
1: hurt. Like, I cried for, like, 45 minutes after you said that, Brandon. I didn't appreciate it.
2: <laughs> but at the same time, like, I was sitting there. I'm like, this motherfucker got all this way without a goddamn gray hair up to this point. Like, you and I were, like, while we were at Hops and Heroes together. Like I was like i'm I have gray hair, yeah like, I've got gray hairs
1: I mean to be fair out. to be fair, a lot of those were probably caused by
2: me uh I mean may ah at the time, maybe I could have said that they were you with the retrospect that I have and the kind of uh hindsight that I have, I can. Equivocally say that they were not Because of you Mm. I 100% look at all my stress Be it real or manufactured um, I look at most of the stress that we dealt with Was all manufactured None of it was real Um, We would have made it through fine no matter what Because that was just the kind of people that we were We were going to make it work no matter what yeah. Um the certain individual that we were in business with was the one who was manufacturing that guilt and that fear and that um stress for us and because that's what they were feeling or maybe they weren't feeling it at all. Maybe they were completely using us regardless of whatever the situation scenario that it be, regardless of whatever the the narrative was, be it true fiction or something in between uh was very real for you and I and shannon and and the other people who were involved with us. It was very real that person right. was very good at manipulating us into getting yeah. us to believe it, but be it real or manufactured um i mean i like legitimately like i had mark i had so many gray hairs you don't even know the differences between you and i is uh i haven't dyed my hair in since high school yeah and um you're kind of dealing with it See what I find so fa- fascinating with you if, like a psycholo- uh, psychological standpoint is cuz I know you or at least I feel like I know you. We've been friends uh, for long uh, for a long time during different years. Right, but like it's been like an on and off like we weren't friends consistently or I what I should say is we weren't active in each other's life for 13 years right uh we were friends like you called me up at any point like i was like right there like i fucking love this guy i'm gonna you know whatever dick didn't matter um but we weren't active in each other's lives at an entire 13 years um like it's just one of those kind of things that you know um God, I think I was, I think I was 24, 25, no, I was 24 when I found my first gray hair because Jasmine and I were married and she, we were in our first apartment together and we were getting ready before we went to work and uh, I was brushing my hair and Jasmine was like, what, what was that? I'm like, what the fuck, are, what What do you mean what was that? She goes, there's something Hold on And she didn't say what she was doing What she was doing is she was fishing out the grey hair that she found from me And uh, it was a, a shocking moment when she was like You got a grey hair And I think the, People have different responses to grey hairs And I think your kind of response was more of the stereotypical response, like "Oh my God, guys, I found a gray hair. I don't, I don't know what to do. Like oh, this is this is life altering. I, I this is crazy." Now, were you playing it up for us? I don't know. Maybe you were, but I could imagine you kind of having like a "Oh shit, there's a gray hair." Maybe you have like a little mini existential I, crisis i still have that gray hair on my desk
1: you i looked plucked at it. it i plucked that fucker out and Why? It, was, it is on my desk as a reminder of my own mortality i would have left it in here's the I, thing is it I wasn't was like really it honest. wasn't it didn't fit with the rest of my hair it wasn't like it was like oh my gosh, I need to part my hair to see it. Like, it was sticking straight out of the side of my fucking head, right oh, yeah. above my ear.
2: Well, because the texture changes when, you're, when your hair starts turning gray a little bit.
1: Right, but that's the problem, is is it wasn't like it was... It didn't... Like, there wasn't a way for me to just comb it
2: back in. It was just sticking straight out.
0: I mean, and I... Just like, I, mean,
2: I guess I understand that, but from my, my perspective... So, um... Uh, I have a little bit of a different mentality same same principle that you're going for but a different um, I guess plan of action is a good way to put it Yeah. Um, I don't pluck any of my gray hairs and I have not ever in fact the first time I ever plucked a gray hair was by accident because I was combing I was just brushing my hair and I was styling it to get ready for the day and um, I, I I knew I had gray hairs. Oh, or like at this point I think I only had 3 that I knew of. I only had 3 that I knew of. Um and uh I looked down at the brush and I'm like, "Oh, that's that's standing up. That's, that's pretty shimmery. What's, what's going on with hair?" And at the same time I was thinking I was like, "Oh, that might be one of Jasmine's hair because Jasmine had dyed her hair blonde at the time." I'm like, "Oh man." This brush needs to be clean. This is one of Jasmine's hairs and in here. And I plucked it out, and I'm like, oh, shit. That is way too short to be a Jasmine hair. And um this is one of those things that, like, I saw my gray hair, and uh I don't know. Like, I didn't have the... I didn't have the sense of like the crisis that I hear like a lot of people that go through with like finding gray hair. Like, oh my God, I'm well, getting old. Because like when I found mine. Uh... So Key, hold on, because we haven't gotten into this too much. Cause just because you haven't been as vocal, what, what, when can you give me like the best guesstimation of age that you were when you found your first one? I can
0: honestly say that I was the exact same age as you because... um 25, 26. 20, like, 25 or 26, yeah, because what happened was my hair was just as long as it is now, and I cut it uh, to a very short
2: um, haircut, like, similar to yours. Oh, and, right. And the other thing that I find is when my hair is shorter, I don't see them. Yep, and so... until um, you throw them out that you'll start noticing them.
0: But with me, I have um, three cowlicks in the back of my head. And so when I cut my hair and I was kind of like messing with it, it was like, oh my God. Because I think my uncle forgot to kind of, he left, like, sometimes not every hairstylist is going to be perfect. So there's always going to be like that one strand of hair that's like very, very, very long. But there was like a couple of them. And she was like, oh my God, you have a gray hair. I was like, what really and she was like yeah i was like holy shit well i'm um, getting closer to my 30s i guess this is when it's supposed to happen i'm not too sure or how this works
2: and then so it's kind of like the similar situation that i had and it's like huh that's crazy well
0: and i was like well it doesn't really matter because like a lot of other people are like dyeing their hair gray because it's a fashion or something like that I'm like, oh, yeah, it, it doesn't matter to me i'm still gonna be like a kid at heart even though i'm getting older and then it's like um yeah and i have multiple gray hairs even in my um like right where my uh bangs are pretty much you just can't see them pretty much and right yeah and it's like holy shit it's crazy seeing that you know Because uh, I never did dye my hair, except, I mean, I bleached it once in, I think it was like my sophomore year of high school, but literally it's like, man, I've never used any hair products, and like, now it's like, man, this is crazy seeing the, uh, like, because my hair is naturally jet black, it's like, wow, it's crazy seeing these these gray hairs in my head, and it's like, huh, it's kind of nice, because it kind of makes me feel like I'm a little more wiser, because it just reminds me, alright, I am getting older, but, I honestly think back to when I was like a teenager. I'm like, man, how differently I was back then. But like, isn't it me crazy? Now, would like me now be
2: annoyed of me at 16 or would me? Isn't it crazy just... to think about that a majority of your life is actually going to be spent with a version of you that you did not grow up accustomed to? Dude, I'm not going to lie, if I could go back in time, I'd beat the shit out of my 16-year-old ass. No, 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 I'm not, <laughs> I'm not talking about that. No, I am, though. Sense, I'm talking in the sense of, like, uh, like how we look, how we act, and st- like, yeah, how we act is obviously, like, I hope there are certain attributes and certain kind of mentalities that I have right now that I hope that exist uh when i'm like in my 40s and 50s but at the same time like uh especially like i i i feel like i've got like this odd little perspective extra perspective especially like um i i guess i'm able to take um take inventory in my life more accurately like where i was at 20 like uh when i turned 20 like 19 going into 20 as opposed to like, I'm 10 years old and I'm going into 20 kind of deal, you know? Yeah. There's a dip, like a, like there's a difference in like mental capacity and like kind of what you're able to process and what you've experienced. Um, and obviously very much perspective in that sense, but I feel like, um, that kind of young naivety, kind of that bl- ignorant bliss that we're given is insulated into us for a reason. Um, Some kind of like. Uh,
1: Here, here's one thing I will say about you, Brandon, Is is I feel like one of the reasons you're so comfortable with this whole aging thing is you've always seemed to have a much older soul than
2: most of the people I know which is um, which i which I do think that there is some credence to that, but at the like, same time, I still have the same fears like i I do have panic attacks about the idea of dying um, right uh it's weird too like uh I, I it'll be a totally normal day, everything's going great. And uh, I'll be listening to music that I love, and all of a sudden a thought will come across my mind, and it'll be like, "You know, this isn't gonna last in fact, it's not even gonna just kind of like mellow out; it's just gonna stop I'm like yeah, oh fuck, I don't know if I'm ready for it to stop i like I like this i i it's that um." That fear of the unknown that kicks oh. in that uh, really k- pushes pushes me in that like uh, like uh, uh, like I'll have full on anxiety attacks of that like where I'm le- legitimately like this isn't a metaphor like this is like an actual like I'm gasping for air. Trying to get over, like, that feeling like, oh, God, I'm going to die one day and this is all going to stop. And this whole existence and everything I know is going to cease. And one day I'm going to just, my my thought process, my synapses of my emotions and any, like, brain capacity, the things that I find pleasure in, things that I am infuriated by, and just the things that make me human are just going to stop. And li- it brings me to the point where I'm like, <gasps> like, oh God, like I don't want to think about that. Like I don't, I don't like it. That makes me uncomfortable, and is very much like I talk myself down. I'm like, this is a human thing that you're feeling. This is your ego kicking in, obviously. Like while you, like I deal with mental. I have my own mental mental yeah, illness there. I deal with suicidal thoughts and stuff and uh i have my own ways of coping with it but and i i legitimately find um certain pleasures in being afraid like the moments that i find like i'm legitimately afraid of dying give me this weird kind of bittersweet enjoyment of life where it's like Yes, I struggle with my own fears and my self-doubt to where it's just like I feel that voice in my head that tells me like people would be better without you or like what you don't matter kind of deal. But then all of a sudden I'm like, well, it doesn't, the, the other side of me, it's like, what well, it doesn't really matter on the grand scheme of things if I matter as a whole? But do I matter to myself? Am I finding enjoyment? out of this experience that I've been, uh, that I'm living. And um, it's those kind of like gas, uh, gasping for air moments that, yes, they terrify me in their moment when I'm deep in it and I'm legitimately gasping for air and I'm terrified. There's something oddly hopeful about them and beautiful that I find about them because it's like, at the same time my deepest darkest depression that makes me feel like i am worthless there is something about me that is desperately grasping and holding on to and does enjoy this experience that you know that i'm living um so i do i do find like I, it's one of it's it's truly one of like allegory of the double-edged sword, um, in the sense of like it's extremely painful, but it's extremely freeing at the same time, and uh, but yeah, this is something that I've been dealing with a lot lately. Leaving my twenties, going into my thirties. Mid, uh, early twenties, mid twenties, really didn't feel it. I felt like I, I, I did a lot of personal growth, um, in different ways, um, really coming to understand who I am as a person, um, more so, more so. I don't have a full grasp on who I am as a person. I'm still, gro- I grow every day. Uh, at least I certainly hope i am i certainly don't want to regress in any way but i constantly push myself to learn more and be it about the world that i occupy or um or about myself um but there there's something that's been happening recently where my more my uh, sense of mortality is kicking in again which is, uh, which is odd, which is something I really hadn't dealt with too much through my early and mid-twenties. But now in my late-twenties, uh, going into my thirties, they started reoccurring again. And it's something I dealt with in my late-teens, the idea of dying and the, uh, the idea of this ending and i don't know if that what that i i don't fully understand what that says about me yet and maybe i never won't uh, but um i i've started noticing a little bit of a personal cycle for me that i i find fascinating and terrifying and uh i really like it you know in a way cuz um I, I don't know, with for someone that deals with the kind of mental problems that I deal with It's it's oddly like while I'm gasping for air, at the same time I'm gasping for fresh air And uh, it it brings a lot of clarity to me And it was one of those things that when you, you know, jokingly making fun of yourself Pointing out the fact that you're getting older, like oh, guys, I found a gray hair. I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, yeah, I got about like 10, 15, maybe even 20 that I know of right now. And uh, I'm kind of at the point where gray, uh, well, not even kind of. I'm I'm at the point where uh, my gray hairs don't bother me. I'm um, I mean, Like I said, I haven't dyed my hair since I was in high school, uh, and I did it just because I wanted to see what it would be like. And um, I didn't do any crazy color. It was just essentially, essentially, I didn't do it right. And it essentially looked like tiger stripes. It wasn't even frosted tips. It was just tiger stripes. <laughs> um, oh, we're going back to the tiger stripes for you in the near future, uh, which I'm down for at this point in my life. I feel like it works for me. Guys, I we're just gotta, we just got to, we just got to all
1: get fucking awesome, funky hairstyles. So we really just fucking stand out and go completely against what our branding looks
2: like. Well, Key already kind of, I mean, yes, it's within his branding of the podcast, but I mean, <laughs> I but he, i can honestly say, even at this point with Key's hair, like, his caricature does not capture, like, how full and voluptuous that hair is. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> like, right. it's, like, full on scene girl level big. But so anyways, really so wrap up, to wrap yeah. up my thoughts, I know you gotta go mark yeah uh, i got to wake up in 4 hours I mean, you'll be fine um my, my thing is uh i i really hope you i i can't i can't tell you how to view things or you know like i can't i i don't know how you view your life experience like your journey I can't tell you how to. I can just bestow tidbits, little breadcrumbs that have helped me get through. Um, Really, I'd say those gray hairs, there's going to be more of them. Um, Whether you dye your hair or not, they are going to be there. Um, They are look they are um they're they're really a blessing but personally i believe that they're a blessing because it re- reminds me one li- life itself is impermanent uh but it's also a reminder of how uh how far i've come as a person uh, and it's also a reminder of where I'm going, and uh, it really does make me want to be better. Um, it some, you know, sometimes it makes me want to be better for myself, but it really makes me want to be better for the people around me. Um, it makes me think a lot about the potential legacy that I leave behind. 'cause yeah, we're not we're as. not we're not guaranteed anything um we're not even guaranteed that we'll leave behind a good legacy well like we're not it's just that's ridiculous mm-hmm. um the best we the best thing we can do is live the best lives, get the most out of it that we possibly can, and um hope that we leave. The world behind in a better shape than we originally found it. So, that's kind of like my my life. Basically,
1: what well, we're getting at here, guys: grab life by the balls, ride that bitch into the sunset, and do
2: something awesome. Yeah, do something awesome. Even if people tell you it's dumb, just if, you, it. if you if you think it's awesome, do it. Do. If it's something weird, avant-garde, maybe your taste in music is nasty. I don't know. Just Brandon, for fuck's sake, this is not the same episode as
1: your music being nasty. I know, but I'm for referencing. Fuck's that. sake! I was like, "Fucking God!" that was like, three hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! We've been recording for like seven or like five hours.
2: Yeah. Jeez.
0: This been is gonna a-
2: be a long editing <laughs> session. Gr- I I feel bad for you, but at the same time, you don't give a fuck, or you Let's do feel that. really good for us. As I, I do, do too. All right, anchor, <laughs> give us our money now. <laughs> money, please. All right, guys, I gotta I gotta go to bed. Everybody have a great fucking week.
1: <laughs> hey, guys. If you just can't get enough of Sunrise with the Sleepy Boys, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SR Sleepy Boys, or you can check out our YouTube channel, Sunrise with the Sleepy Boys. You can also find us on Spotify, Radio Public, Anchor, Breaker Radio, and coming soon, Apple Podcasts.